The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. What is man? This is the key. You gotta have some understanding of your identity if you're gonna go in there and do what God's called you to do. When God made man, I mean mankind, he got mankind out of him. So man was a duplicate of God because he was his son. He was meant to be operating on his level. But because of the power that was coming through one man, there is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. We are well able. It, it, this, this, this Wally Cox faith, man, this, this, this faith, wow, wow, moaning, come. you, you got to get rid of that. Amen. Enemy don't respect that. Amen. You do that kind of faith, he'll pop you on your head, boom. <laughs> you got to be aggressive. Yes, sir. Glory so here it is. So up here below the, below the line, now we got I want you to really envision this because they couldn't see the promised land, but they could hear about it. So how will they hear without a preacher? So I'm going to tell you about your promised land. Yes. It's right here. And it's not way out there. Heaven is dimensional. You just step one step and you're in it. Amen. Amen. All right, so what's there? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Let's just see what's there. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. And look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Now, don't say, wow, since I can't see it, I can't believe that. Well, can you see your brain? Now, do you believe you got one? Somebody said, no, okay. That's probably, that's, probably, that's probably correct. Okay. Now look at this. Now it's there, folks. You can't see radioactivity, but you go in the presence of it. You can't feel it. You can't do anything. You go in the presence of it and, and get, get blasted with that stuff. You got about a month and you never felt a thing. Angels in here right now, you don't feel them. Watch this. They are packed in here. Because every one of them is with one of you. All right, so let's look at this. Here's what he says. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings. Where are they? In heavenly places. Where? In Christ. According as he has what? Chosen us where? In him. When? Before the foundation of the world. All right, now question. Are you already blessed? Yes. When did you get blessed? So check it out. Everything God has for your life. Look at uh, Isaiah 57. Put that up there, please. Isaiah 57. And look at verse 15. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth what? Eternity. So where is God? In eternity. Where is eternity? Above it or below it? Above it. Yes, sir. 
Is there any time above it? No. Nope. Is time below it? Yes. Yep. If you're going to work by faith, are you going to work in time? No. Nope. You can't. If you ever work in time, you're not in faith. Amen. You got to come out of faith and work in eternity. That's why you have to call things as what? Be not as though they were. Why? Because they already are. Now, did y'all follow that? Am, am I, can, can y'all see this? I want you, if you get this parallel, you get this picture, guaranteed it accelerates your faith. Amen. Because the tendency is to think I don't have anything there. There's nothing there because I can't feel it, touch it, taste it, because the enemy has done such a job in trying to keep us in that, that, that domain down there. All right, now watch it. So how about, how about Jesus? Let's look at Revelation chapter eight. I'm pardon me, chapter 13. And look at verse eight. This is Jesus now. And watch this. This is Jesus. And all that dwell in the, in, in the, upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life, slain from the what? Foundation of the world. When was Jesus slain? Before the foundation of the world. When were you blessed? What do you think was done before, let me just say it. Everything was done when? Everything. Everything. Nothing new. It's all there. Now where did he put it? Right up here. Where? In heavenly places. First Peter, come on. First Peter chapter one, verse three. Why am I walking through this? Because I want to show you something. Whatever you need, whether it's tuition or man. Oh, see, see, uh, let me go over here. Y'all laughing. I'm talking about qualified folks. Is this section, is some qualified people over here? <laughs> First Peter 1 and chapter 3, please. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now watch this. And to, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away, Reserved in heaven for who? Yeah. So you have something reserved in heaven. And it's not reserved for you to get there and get it. That's, that's rewards. It's now your inheritance that you are to use here. Why? Because he wants you to finish your assignment strong. Strong. So he's put some things there for you. Now, what does he have there? Like I say, everything from, from hips, you know, to how, when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about uh, bone structure. <laughs> let, me, let me come up over here. <laughs> okay. Can I go over to this side here? Is this where the millionaires are located? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So everything has been put there. In God, 
has a complete, inexhaustible supply of everything you'll ever need. Now, notice what the devil did. He tried to get us into unbelief. And this is educated unbelief. So he tries, first of all, to keep us out of our inheritance by keeping us in time. Because if you stay in time, you're not in faith. So you've got to come. Even your planning has got to be out of time. You can't stay in time. If it stays in time, there are no miracles there. How are you following what I'm saying? So we have to come up through the eternal and see it as God sees it and call things that what? Be not not as though they were. So that's what we do. Now, when we're calling things, we're calling them based on faith. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. So when we hear about what's there, we begin to build that in our spirit by saying it. Got it? By saying it. So in Mark chapter 5 and verse 25, this is the woman who had the issue of blood and look what happened to her. Now she's got to get healed of something that the doctors can't heal. Now understand the doctors can go so far. Thank God for doctors. But I'm going to share something with you. Watch this. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had She was nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when she heard of who? Jesus. Came in the press behind and touched what? His garment. For she said. For she said. Now, look at that same scripture in the amplified translation, and you'll see what she said. Watch it. For she what? Kept saying. Now, what is she doing when she keeps saying this? She is building her faith because faith is the only thing that can reach up here and get another organ. Get, come on, get a replacement part in her system. Get the, it's the only thing that can, 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 can get a transfusion for an HIV person and cancel all the signs of HIV. See, it it doesn't make any difference what it is because the doctor will say that's impossible. But with God, come on, all things are pumped because he saw at this point because of our lives, we lived and we got in trouble and boom, that happened to us. But God had a plan. He had a plan that even when you messed up, he's going to clean you up. And he's going to do it by grace. And that grace is so good that when you see his love for you, you'll say, I want to be saved. Because you'll see that he's not a God that's going to beat you up. He's a God that's going to love you and he's going to treat you better than anybody on the earth that could ever treat you. Say amen to that. So in this, this woman, for she said, if I can touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Now look at the next verse after the one that we had just looked at. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Now how did she get there? She had to press her way, didn't she? Call it violent faith. Violent faith. Sometimes you've got to move people out of the way so that you can get your inheritance because sometimes Satan will stack up a lot of religion around you to keep you from breaking through 
and getting what God has for you. But you know that whatever you come in contact with that you fall short of, let's say in school, I was in school, I'd gotten too many courses in college. And the next thing you know, I said, Lord, I came, I said, oh boy, this is in seminary. And I said, man, I shouldn't have done all that. He said, well, what you going to say? Uh, he said, go over there and look in Proverbs 10. I looked in Proverbs 10. This is what it said. The memory of the righteous is blessed. So what did I do? I began to start saying it. Why? Because it's the truth. What is the truth above the line? What is the fact below the line? The fact below the line is look like I was on my way to failure. But the truth is whatever I do prospers. So he's given me a scripture to build my faith so that I can reach up in the truth and replace the fact. So what faith does is take truth and superimposes truth over the fact. So you don't have to focus on the tumor, you focus on the word. And when you focus on the word, the word you'll build up enough faith that the word will come from the invisible realm and replace the physical that's in this realm. Now look what he says in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. This is when Jesus was tempted of the devil. Look what he said. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So you're not just living by, by you know, eating cornflakes. You are living by the Word of God. That the Word of God is something for everything condition in your life. Let's just look at this. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. Now look what he says here. He said this, my son, attend to my words. Now what does attend mean? It means this. Hey, uh, Bill, can you go over here with me? No, no, I got to tend to something else right now. You got what I'm saying? I got a priority of the word. Attend to the word. So attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. That means I got to be hearing it. I can't be hearing CBS News. I can't be hearing CNN. I got to hear some word because I'm in trouble right now. I need to hear the word. Then my word, let them not depart from thy what? eyes. So it's this man that time came to Brother Hagin's meeting and he came and listened to Brother Hagin. He sat up and listened to him. Now the man had a sickness in his body and so forth. And he came up and Brother Hagin was there about two weeks. And then the man had listened to him almost for two weeks and Brother Hagin had one more night left. And the man came up to him that, that night before that next day. And he said, excuse me, Brother Hagin, uh, I've been coming here for almost two weeks and I haven't received any healing yet and so forth. Brother Hagin said, do you have a Bible? He said, well, yeah, I have one at home. He said, why don't you bring it tomorrow night? And as I go through the scriptures, you look at it with your eyes. You look at it with your eyes. And so what did he do? He came back the next night, followed him through with his eyes, got healed that next night. I'm just telling you, when the Bible says this, it knows how you're made. Don't be trying to figure out that you are smarter than God. When he said, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ears to my saying, let them not depart from thy eyes, keep them in the midst of thy heart. Then look what it says next about this word. For they are what? Life to those that find them. Watch this. And what else? Hell. Now, 
If some of you have a Bible translation, what does that word health translate into in your Bible? Medicine. Medicine. So let's just put medicine in there. The Word of God is life to them that find it and medicine to all their flesh. <laughs> and medicine. The Word of God is medicine with no side effects. So this sister came to me and she testified in Detroit. She came and said, hey, I've been diagnosed brain tumor. They got the scan, so forth and so on. And now I'm, I can't hardly see and so forth and so on. I said, okay, let me pray for you first. I said, but I'm going to give you something to do. I said, now here are the scriptures that I want you to get. Three scriptures. I gave her that. I think I gave her Isaiah 50, 53, 4 and 5. I think I gave her Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. And I think I gave her 1 Peter 2, 24. 24. Now, what did I do? I gave her that. And I said, now, take a dose of this every night and every morning. You hear what I'm saying? Now, what they were trying to do is operate right away. I said, tell them you want to wait six weeks. Now, why am I getting her to wait six weeks? It don't take God six weeks to, to work. Why am I telling her? Because she needs to build up her faith, see? And I said, now, you take this. It's your gospel. <laughs> Got it? Got it? So what did she do? She obeyed. Now, that's going to be the toughest fight you're going to have fight because the enemy's going to try. Well, you're sleepy. You don't need to do that. Just go on to bed. You'll say one of the scriptures, and you say, well, hey, hey, I'll just make it. No, no. Stay on the medical schedule because it's medicine. I said, it's medicine. Now, notice what it is. Man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by what? Every word. Now, the prophet is going to give you something to say and something to do. So, I'm your prophet. So, you take that and you say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Boom, start saying it. Six weeks. All right. She goes back. They do a scan and so forth. She was waiting on the report. Well, they, a week went by. She called him and said, uh, you know, she kind of hated to call him and say, well, what, what happened? What are the results? MRI and all that. I, they said, we want you to go to Mayo Clinic. She said, Mayo Clinic, why? Because we can't find anything. This, this is the strangest thing we ever seen. Listen, listen. What happened to it? I don't know, but I do know this. It will take what is in the truth and superimpose it on anything in your body. Now you think about it. What made you? The Word of God. What's going to fix you? The Word of God. It's got creative ability. If you're missing something, it'll replace it and it'll give you a whole new lease on life. Say amen to that. Is that all right if we say this? Now, what do we do? With you, you got to come back in this word and say, wait a minute. This word is true. I'm going to believe this word. I don't care who doesn't like it. And when you do it and do it like I just told you right there, faith cometh. And faith can fix anything. It doesn't make any difference what it is. I'm only going over this 
because I want you to know there's a whole economy in heaven. Glory to God. Provisions are there. Health is there. Victories are there. Man, I start saying that scripture about my coursework. And next thing I know, God spoke to me. Now understand this word is taking root inside of me. God spoke to me and, and, and my wife spoke and she said this, sweetheart, I was praying and God told me to tell you that if you would study three hours a day, you'd make any grades you want to make. I said, that sounds like God. Yes, sir. So what did I do? I started studying. Why? Because God will start speaking to you. Yeah. Because why? The word is coming up. Yeah. See? And, and, and so I started uh, three hours a day. And then he spoke to me. Now I'm still saying the word. The memory of the righteous is blessed. So I'm still with Now why do I have to say that? Because when I was young, it, it, dad didn't mean any harm, but he used to tell me, son, your memory is so bad. You remember that? It, 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 this wasn't, he, he didn't mean any harm. He's just mad because I couldn't learn that piano and, uh, and, and so forth. But, but it, it, you got to watch what you speak over them kids. Amen. Amen. See? And, and so what happened was I, I just something I had to overcome. But how do I overcome it? With the word of God. Amen. And so next thing you know, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. I mean, clear as I'm talking to you right now. Uh, declare what you want. I said, all right, I want four A's and three B's. Now, I don't know why I didn't say all A's, but it was just, this is, this is, this is what I said. Let me tell you, those grades came in there and some people were over at the house and they, they, the mailman came. I got the mail out of there and they saw the grade. Hey, Bill, you got your grade. What'd you get? I said, shut up, man. I'm going in the room here. <laughs> I went in the room and opened it up. What do you think it said? The word will regulate everything. Amen. It'll regulate everything, folks. See, that's the difference between religion and Christianity. That's the difference right there. That's the difference between religion and Christianity. Because what he said, you a form of godliness, but denying the power. That's what he said. Yeah. Form of godliness. Saying all the hallelujahs, but you're not getting any inheritance. So we got to get our inheritance. Because not only is that going to be a blessing to you, but you're going to be a witness to other people. And I'm telling you that this thing can be, whatever's going on in your life, can be dissolved. And it can be dissolved by the power of God. Say amen to that. Today's powerful teaching is from a four-disc series, What is Man? Now, to operate in this uh, supernatural realm and to be there and stay there consistently, a person must be born again. That's the first step to it. The first supernatural miracle act of God is to get us born again, to change that spirit that was on inside of us and bring it alive to God. That's the first step. But the next thing is to understand that we have to fully identify with God. Now, once we're born of him, realizing that we now we have new abilities, we have new gifts, all kinds of things. Things are new. In other words, the spiritual capacity of a person now is just completely enlarged. Now, here's an important point you want to remember. 
Now in this, I was talking about time and how faith overrides time. In other words, God told Abraham, call things that be not as though they were. Remember, Abraham was beyond the age of childbearing. But now what did time do? Time had to move. In other words, God now had Abraham to call things that be not as though they were. So what happened? Abraham's body came alive again. (laughs) So it's almost like God moves him back in time and made him so that he could have kids again. I'm just saying the the medical doctor may have given somebody a report and said, well, you're going to have to live with this. Uh Uh-uh. No, we can move time. Uh, It's going to take eight uh, uh, weeks for uh, a broken uh, bone to heal. Uh, We can override time. Why? We can call things that be not as though they were. We can command things to be healed and it'll override time. I've seen it shrink eight weeks of a bone having to be healed down to eight seconds. Boom. Totally healed. Totally healed. Now faith can do that because it overrides time. Over in Ephesians chapter one, verse three, it says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And now this hath blessed us, meaning that we're already blessed. You see, you're not going to be blessed. You're already blessed. (laughs) So you're not waiting on time to be blessed because God sees you already blessed. Well, let's just take God, what he sees and superimpose it over our lives by using what? Faith. And that's all we have to do. It overrides time. I don't care what the timetable is. Faith can move time for your benefit. Praise the Lord. The announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can order this powerful four disc series. And I'll be right back. What is man? This is the key. You got to have some understanding of your identity if you're going to go in there and do what God's called you to do. When God made man, I mean mankind, he got mankind out of him. So man was a duplicate of God because he was his son. He was meant to be operating on his level. But because of the power that was coming through one man, there is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. Release the lion in you that comes through the DNA of your elder brother, Jesus Christ, in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, What is Man? To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. When you focus or you meditate the Word of God, you build an image on the inside of you. It's called a faith image. You build something that's still in the invisible realm. It's it's in the unseen realm. You build it inside of you. Now, once that is completely built, then you release your faith. You you turn faith loose. And you could turn a faith loose at an object or at a storm or for uh, something to... Uh, healing or whatever have you, but you speak words or you act on it. And when you do, you release this faith that causes the what is unseen to be superimposed over what is your present circumstances or the present condition. So it could, 
I don't care what it could be. It could be a pain in your body. Well, once you know that Jesus himself took your pain, the faith is there so that you could speak to pain and pain will disappear. What would happen? The, 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 the no pain condition will superimpose itself over that pain or whatever's causing that pain will have to leave your body. Isn't this a powerful thing? Praise the Lord. Well, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 says this, the just shall live by faith. Not just have it as a spare tire, but this is the way you're going to live from now on. Why? Because you're the righteous, you're the just, and God wants you to live by faith. Well, this is Bill Winston saying, you know we love you. And until next time, keep walking by faith. 